Hi, everyone. This is Professor Labriola from Thunk Tank Podcast, and thank you for joining us here today on our latest episode all about how to nail your next job interview. One of the main courses I teach in college is professional communication for business majors, and so I wanted to take some of those skills, expertise, lessons, guidelines that we use in our class and talk about them here on the podcast, and as well with our other co-casters, Johnny and Luke, who both have vast experience within their own fields, I think you'll really get a lot out of not just how to prepare for your next job interview, but really how to nail that next job interview, like I said, and make a long-lasting impression. And it all starts here with, I think, some great conversation and hopefully what you find as great advice. So if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing, consider sharing this with others, and check out our Patreon page for extras. That's patreon.com slash thunk tank podcast. That's thunk as always with a U. Other than that, hope you enjoy and see you in the tank. Attention humans, this is a thunk tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the thunk tank. Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Welcome. To, come into our. Come into our Thunk Tank. Luke, don't switch <laughs> to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking and we're thinking <laughs> and we're thunked. And we're thunked. Oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. We are live. <laughs> we are live. We are live on Thunk Tank podcast, <laughs> and by live, I mean um, you are alive we're re- if you're we're hearing recording. this. It's live while it's happening. It's good to be alive. Yeah. It's good to be alive. You know, Life is good. that's that's true. Uh, what's yeah. up, guys? <laughs> well, Not much. How are you doing? This is our episode all about Johnny. Take it away. Oh yeah, what's uh, this episode about? So <laughs> I'm getting ready to move soon. So I wanted to do an episode on. Uh, getting a gainful employment or getting employed employment i have to write a resume and maybe I done maybe we years. should like clickbait <laughs> clickbaity title this be like how to succeed at any job interview something like that yeah how to like nail you know those clickbaity titles that like they yeah. th- you know they're good ones when you think to yourself maybe there is a shortcut to that really complex skill yeah. you know maybe it's there like- is something that dermatologists <laughs> hate that i figure out <laughs> And then you've clicked on it, and it's too late. It's, Even when you're like, "Ah, shit, I didn't really want to." And this when it's a specific number, like nine ways to lose fifty pounds in one day, it's like, "What? <laughs> like, why?" Yeah, like numbers seem to make I, I really you think just, it's I actually real. One. I really just need one way. So, anyways, yeah, uh, Joe's kind of an expert on this. Uh, our, us thunkers have very varied. Um, like skill sets and random stuff that we've done throughout our lives. And one of Joe's... That's true. We have quite a resume, I think, among the three of us. Oh, yeah. Between the three of us, we make one uh, like fairly interesting dynamic person, I think. Well, that's your first... Imagine, imagine, you if, we were, imagine if we were all one person, we would actually be like minorly successful. 
Yeah, we could Voltron into a good person. But anyways, one of Joe's is he did like career counseling and stuff for people and helped them make resumes and all that crap, right? That's not what I do. I, no. That you is did, though. Do. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just messing around. Oh, okay. Um, so he did that for a while. And then, but see how good I am at lying, which is something I would like to talk about. In yeah, terms that's of a getting, big part of getting, getting a job. Employment. Uh, so I have to get a job. I have a field I'm actually staying in this time, but I'm moving to a totally different area where uh, I don't know anyone. So I have to like get a good resume, and I have to learn how to interview again, or at least remember. And I'm trying to get a job I want, but I'm not really qualified for. But I'm almost qualified. If it helps you or makes you that feel makes any sense. better, that's already where most people are starting from. Right. So that's why I figured that's a good... Yeah, uh, it's a good time to do this episode. Well, it also depends on what stage of employment are you talking about. As you said, the fact that there's very different stages of just job development or job situation, right? Where if you need a job, oh yeah, I gotta, I, I just need something because I have to start making money. Dish, I'll apply to be a dishwasher. That's kind of hard to fuck up getting a job dishwashing. There's very few contexts where you shouldn't be hired. As as a dishwasher, right? Like if yeah, you're I mean, you, if you, you could, if you're not hired to work at Google, like it's possible that you were just out competed for that job. But if you're not yeah, hired for an likely. open position as a dishwasher, chances are you're you put off a vibe that really disturbs someone or something like that. Yeah, or, not and, necessarily. They might be like, this person doesn't really want this job. They're gonna leave in two weeks when they find something else. I'm not bothered. Or it could be that. Yeah, they know it's a temporary. Like yeah. you just need to make like 500 bucks in 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 one week, and the then you'll and it gets more bounce complicated. Or something. Yeah, as the jobs sort of increase in compl- complexity. Well, before we get into the weeds, we should talk about beer. Oh yeah, yeah we're we drinking, drinking an incredible beer too. So you can start off since you you brought it up, Luke. All right, so I'm drinking. <laughs> Treehouse Curiosity 65. Oh, man. Treehouse? What a, wow, that's you crazy. Bastard. What a departure, Luke. Luke, can you bring me some Treehouse? Well, it's weird. I check my mailbox every day, Johnny, but like, there's no beer like appearing from, from other diverse locations. So, Well, I mean, I hunt down my beer, motherfucker. We um, went to Raleigh and searched all the good beer. That I just happened to be in off, Massachusetts man. recently, so, you know, Treehouse. Yeah. It's good beer, though, and uh, I definitely tend to gain weight when i drink beer like treehouse versus when i don't <laughs> i need to run like five miles tomorrow you know how much flake i have to gym hard tomorrow they put a lot of flaked like oats and wheat and stuff into those a lot of calories yeah hazy thick mouthfeel and that's yeah you get a lot of more calories than like a regular pale yeah. yep for sure uh so what are you guys drinking, drinking a we're drinking one of the beers i brought back from my genie quest to wisconsin wisconsin oh is that, that the I time did. when you pooped um, in a museum yeah, that is the time. Like Listeners of the show will recognize that's a callback and not just Luke being gross. Well, it's um, both. Where I did have some epiphanous moments while uh, you call it? using the shitter in a museum in the State History Museum in Madison, Wisconsin. Beautiful museum. Very clean facilities, I got to say. They no, were clean. Um, they were clean. <laughs> uh, they were clean. The state houses were even better. It's all marble. So you're like, oh, they just hose it down, you know? Anyways... Um, even the stall doors and stuff are marble. It's crazy. Nice. Really? Anyways, this, this is a New Glarus Brewing Company beer. They're from New Glarus is the town. Uh, great place. If you're ever in that part of the country and you're a beer nerd, go to New Glarus. Or at least it was go very to Trumpian. any great place. Go to any bar Terrific. in Wisconsin and you'll probably have to see their spot or one of their beers <laughs> on yeah, one of their beers on tap. So this is their Mistral beer, and it's a single hop Bohemian Pilsner. And it's just really, really nice. Isn't it cool um, to be drinking a beer that you can only get far away? There's like a sort of like 
when you're having it in the moment you're like i worked hard and fucking went on the hunt to get this beer and now i enjoy it back at the nest you know so it says here <laughs> i like the idea of a beer uh, nest. <laughs> it's a limited edition yeah, i don't know what the nest make... is in that example home i'm down <laughs> it's, it's just a pile no of I, I understand they say this that we make no promises we'll ever make this style again because pilsners are you know tough to do and not that way. I love a good pilsner, uh, from a though. From production standpoint, but I love a good I love a really too. clean pilsner. I really pilsner. like this one. Like, um, what's the place upstate, Joe? Do you remember their name by any chance? They they specialize uh, in, like, um, like really Great clean, pilsner. crisp pilsners. They're like... Um, oh, uh, uh, Genesee. No. Um, <laughs> it's not Genesee. It's a cream ale. It's not even a pilsner. Oh. Uh, I forget the name now. Shit. It's. Uh, I feel like it has the name Farm in the title. Oh, Suarez Family. I just figured it out. So the Suarez Family, like, is a really cool place because, like, of where it's located, you would think it's going to do the same, like, hazy IPAs that all these places are doing in the Northeast, and they're totally taking a different approach to beer, but they're, like, doing a really good job. Yeah. Oh, shit, Johnny double-miked it there. I wanted to feel like I was at a press conference with a bunch of different mics in front of me. Yeah, that's what you were at. Um, all right, so uh, let's 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 go through it because people probably clicked on this and they thought, "Oh, look, this craft people. beer, this craft <laughs> beer podcast is going to teach me how to take a proper job interview, how to get a job." Yeah. yeah. So so let's start giving the people some info. All right, here are your nine steps to success. One. Oh, that's the title of the stop episode. Stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> Oh, shit. You should probably made that number nine. <laughs> well, I started it with one, so I don't have to come up with the other is eight. One See the how best, good I am? Is one the best reason, or is one the least as like, l- reason as long one as should you, follow? <laughs> it's both, because as long as you stop listening, my work here is done. It's the legally uh, required. Yeah. Uh, We've already yeah. got your no, download I'll, statistic. Just turn us off. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, you've listened for more than 30 seconds. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, I love how I've ended probably half the episodes with like, yeah, whatever. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, fuck you for listening. Yeah, very casually. And go fuck yourself. It's like you uh, think you're this, annoyed. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. So I want to get a job specifically. I, I work in craft beer uh, in North Carolina, and I'm relocating to Portland, Oregon, which is sort of a beer epicenter. Uh, like it's a lot not of the worst are, place to move, like in terms of difference, like. And for and for my, for my, I don't know what that means. That was I mean, a real it, sentence. He meant, but he meant beer. I mean, I meant the beer scene beer is this is scene. pretty similar. Um, yeah, I mean, that's in that it exists it's in totally like different. robust. It's it's it more prolific than yeah, it, it exists. You're there not you go. going to Utah. Not going to Utah. <laughs> not going to Dubai. Going to Portland, Oregon, where <laughs> most of the hops, most of the hops grown in North America. I'd say more than 75% because it changes every year uh, come from the Pacific Northwest, Washington, uh, Oregon, Northern Cali over there because the weather is just perfect for them to grow. Uh, That's why they grow a lot of weed there too. They're very closely, for cannabis, they're very closely related. So they just grow like crazy there. So because of that, they have a long history. Craft beer is is one of the places where craft beer really took off uh, when Americans started growing all these crazy different hop varieties. And they have a more established history of IPAs and hoppy beers, which are kind of new in the last 10, 20 years for a lot of other places. So I'm excited, but I want to get into the actual production side. I usually I work more sales and uh, like bartending at craft breweries. I've done like some back of house helping out stuff, but I want to get just like dive into like a production job where most of my stuff is either assisting in brewing or cellaring and like 
you know, doing something in the actual brewery. So you think so, you're too good to to do ground level work, is what you're saying? Uh, no, I wanted. Uh, no, I I, sh- I I'm what? No, I want to do the ground level. I know. I'm just trying to throw you curveballs. Get you oh. get you locked and loaded, baby. Yeah, I want to. Actually, it's what's crazy is brewers tend to make less in like a good tap room. Brewers will the guys making the beer will make less than the guys serving it to you, mm-hmm. just because like, you can get make good tips in a busy bar. So I've been waiting for us to move and for my wife to get a better job so I could take the pay cut of actually doing what yeah. I want, which is make beer. Right. Um, so I'm hoping if I could fit that into the conversation, it, that'll help. Be like, oh, this guy actually wants to do this. It's not, like you said, a dishwashing job where he's like, I have this skill. It's the, be- the right. best way for me to earn the most money. So I'm not passionate, but this is what I'm trained in. This is what I'm going to do. It's like, no, I, I'm giving up like a more lucrative skill to try to get this one. Mm. Yeah. So, Along those lines, what is your greatest skill? My greatest skill, uh, girth. Or your greatest strength. <laughs> your greatest strength. This makes me think of, of Ricky Gervais, The Office, where he's asked, "What is your <laughs> what is your greatest weakness?" And he says something like, um, "That I don't realize how awesome I am." I forget like exactly the line. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, my but he makes his greatest is... weakness clearly a strength. Oh, here, Yonka My greatest strength, I would have to say, is I'm willing to do like do whatever. Like I'm never going to say that's not my job. Do whatever you you say that to the hiring manager. I'll do whatever for this job. I'll do it. I'll do whatever. That's what you're do I say, say something? I have to sound more pretentious. I'll do whatever duties are required of me. Or or the phrase that people no, like to use in like, small businesses is uh, I, I like to wear a lot of hats. I thought you meant like I like a company where you have to wear a lot for of this hats. job. Anything? No, I'll do anything after I get the job. Okay. Like I won't like unless it's something dangerous or illegal. If like you hire me to do something yeah. and you're like, "Hey, this guy's sick. Can you help out with that?" I'll be like, "Sure." Especially if it's you, you can nurse people back to health. I meant in specific the craft beer world. Okay. Like, uh, so what do you think I'm about lying during an interview? <laughs> then, um, I mean, like in some sense, you have to lie because you're you're clearly not going to be totally honest, you know? Like, what's the difference it's between lying, lying it's more of a and, skewing. And, and yeah, that's a George Costanza you wanna, thought. You, you want to skew it into your favor, you know? It's like, not a lie if you believe it. Like, if I tell you, like, honestly, <laughs> uh, I have a lot of confidence issues and I get down on myself whenever I get overworked. So, yeah, a lot of people can say that. But you don't want, you don't ever actually say that. You know, you have to put this optimistic version of yourself forward. Well, isn't right? the whole thing you want to turn your weaknesses Sometimes. into strengths? Like, you want to sort of frame, if somebody says in an interview, what is your greatest weakness? You want to say something where you can say, oh, yeah, I, I would say that one of my greatest weaknesses is that I agree to do too many t- things. Sometimes I take on too many tasks. That is something. Like, I don't Well, that's, that's the Ricky Gervais line that work. I just said, right? It means that you're you're tricking the person and trying to give a strength and and pretend that you yes. view it as a weakness yeah. but it's a secret strength it's counter signaling you're, you're trying to do a bluff hand in in the poker game of like social interaction you know but it also still is a weakness it's not necessarily not true like i know but you you know that it, it can be looked at as a strength from the point of view of the interviewer you know yeah, but the interviewer should know that the interviewer theoretically but most people are dumb so most people aren't going to pick up on like counter signals they're like Even oh gee better. look that person was both hardworking and humble they got twice it's it's the fucking anonymous um ted danson thing from curb you know he gets to this be anonymous and he gets the credit had to interview for a job because, yeah you know i only took i only took this is his interview this is his interview you're your argument, your argument for why you should do that is exactly the argument for why you should. Um, yeah. I only took two job interviews in my life, 
and they were both they were the softest of softballs ever. But yeah, I nailed that. Them. Let me too. just say that much. <laughs> yeah, you know, you put that ball on the tee. I'm gonna hit it out of the infield almost every other time. It was what, sort of like, you, hey, you're the only you person that was recommended for this job, <laughs> but we Luke, have to have Luke a formal to, interview to make sure that you're not a psycho. Luke that, showed up to be a dishwasher and he brought his trumpet <laughs> and just started playing. Yeah, no, yeah, I, didn't get, <laughs> I, I would say, I would say that is my greatest weakness, though. Is I don't turn stuff down. I won't no, say no to that- stuff. I like I have and I have this I definitely have some fucked up psychological problem where if I don't I equate work to value and if I'm not working that, enough that's like, pretty normal I, I, I don't feel like yeah a lot but, of people but that's get what I mean that's okay it, to, to then say as as a weakness because it's it's not a worst case weakness yeah. it, like, it's like right now I'm supposed to I was supposed to be working part time just to like pick up some money and not go nuts before we get ready to move and some people quit and like the, the guy who tried to hire to work so I'm back to working six seven days a week because like I won't yeah. say no, even though I have stuff I need to do to get ready, yeah. and like I'm not going to be there. Like after I move, I'm never going to go back to work there. It's not like I need to maintain a good relationship with them. I just, I mean, I will. I like the people I work with right now. Yeah. But like I'll just say, yeah, sure, at my own detriment to, for the job, which isn't a great. Skill. I mean, that's like an evolutionarily like default safe move. It's like, well, it's better to keep collecting nuts, even if you're not sure if the winter is going to be bad or not. You know. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Um, like like i think we're programmed like your parents probably programmed you with the same thing mine did which is like always pick up the shift you know maybe your back will break tomorrow and you'll be happy you got those three extra shifts so you did or maybe maybe the company the company will go out of business and i'll take whatever yeah a new job exactly so you know you you yeah you you gather the rosebuds while you may you know oh wow for old time she is a flying and that same flower that uh Fuck, what is it? Come on. That's something <laughs> tomorrow today, will tomorrow dying. will be dying. What is the word for that flowers today? I don't remember. You're the one who started, who had to go further. I was just <laughs> quoting the one line. You're the one who dug this. Man. All right, so from this point on in the podcast, so let's just play uh, Dead Poets Society. Let's just like play the audio from that movie. <laughs> what? No, that movie is not great for this because it's all about, yeah, don't study so hard. It's more important to like have a good life experience than yeah. worry about getting a job. This episode's about getting oh, a job. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, we can do our, we'll do the Every other one we do is an artistic one. Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's this like, is, this oh, is the one cast. You should be not. an artistic loser like you are listening to our podcast right now. All right, now yeah. let, let's imagine that somebody actually stuck it 15, 16 minutes in, really thinking they're about to get some real advice. Let's give it to them now. I, th- I thought we just did. What was all of that? <laughs> I thought that was pretty solid. That's gold. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you, I mean, you're not wrong, but... um. Maybe we should do well, a mock I'll, interview and like sort of give a sample of how to implement some of these practices in 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 the wild, so to speak. You know what? Sure. You're really oh, in we the real totally world. So so maybe because we're both who business, we're, we're all business professionals. We know how to like simulate these kinds of things. I'm amazed that Luke has a t-shirt on. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I mean I've done a lot of interviews. I've been going at it since really seven well. p.m. and it's um <laughs> it's midnight and sixteen minutes. That sounds right. Uh, I, I like I. I've definitely gotten jobs I'm not qualified for because I was able to get an interview. That's how I got into craft beer. I had no experience bartending or in beer, but I was just real enthusiastic. And it, it, same thing, I like gave up a better paying job because I wanted to do it. Being personal and is it, is such a asset. And once and you it was can a get specific, the it was a specific job I wanted, and I dropped off a resume a week for like the the eight weeks the job was posted and when i finally went he's like the guy that wasn't the manager was another guy there he's like hey john when i came in 
And he's like, you got another one for me? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'll put it on top of the other one that's still but sitting But now you're on, on top desk. of the other one. No, there was a pile of just mine. Awesome. Because I kept giving him No, that's mine. that's actually a really good strategy. Another job I got was because yeah. I went and I brought a resume and I never heard back. So two weeks later, I brought another one in. And he was like, I was like, hey, are you still hiring? And he goes, oh, yeah. And I was like, uh, I'm interested. He goes, here, just write your name and number down. And it was, And I flipped the piece of paper over with a bunch of names and numbers. And it was the back of my resume. Oh and so God. I took it back and I gave him a fresh one. I was like, here, this is actually mine. Like, I'll give you a clean one. Here you go. And, and he's like, oh, cool. Thanks. And he like, and I took the one with all the numbers on it because it was my old resume. You know what I mean? I was yeah, always, yeah. Oh, updated I, one. Yeah I, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I reformatted it so it's easier. So you to read committed worker, he's like, worker's oh, thanks. fraud. No, I didn't. That's I don't felony. There. That's felony. No, it's not. He's a, fe- he's a, no, I felony. know a lawyer. That's felony. <laughs> but but like that got me the job but also like it, it it literally put me above the competition there um so yeah interviews are important but and and i think that's why i interview well is because i'm awesome well i think it, you you have to interview well because i've actually i i've actually been on hiring committees before where to be quite honest the most qualified person doesn't get it well paper here's the thing how often this is does what the I most t- qualified person get it probably only some of the time well, here's the thing that I tell my students that if you take it, it, this all depends on on sort of the context. You you can like you can actually really study this and see okay for different types of company structures like different size companies and different types of positions and what they're looking for, how they would assess what they're looking for in a resume, which is one of the reasons why if you Google resume templates, there's a million and a half goddamn resume templates and they're different by business type by different fields have different style resumes because you're trying to highlight different types of skills or experience or job locations in in different ways so there's a lot of different styles of resume to begin with but quite honestly what i found in terms of actually doing interviewing was that look you put out a job posting i mean i can't imagine many job postings where you don't get way more applicants than you have time to even read them all, which exactly. I think is often the case. And so what we would do, and what, as far as I know from other people I've talked to, one of the first things you do, this is actually true in the publishing world too, you give very specific guidelines on what you want in an application. And if they don't meet those guidelines, you go to the next one. Because guess what? One, you don't have the manpower or time to read all of them. And that's your first so filter of does, like they're they're not a yes, great payer attention to details. <laughs> or maybe maybe they are, but somebody did a better job at it. Yeah. Right. So, so you want like a series as a hirer, you want like a series of choke points where things funnel Essentially, and you can weed yeah. out. Because I noticed funnel when, points, I first, yeah. Yeah. when I when I yeah. used to uh, uh, apply like online when I was before I got into beer and I would yeah. just apply for everything, like I wouldn't be able to submit the resume, like the required field would be like college, you grad, like, like, you know, yeah, it's like level you, of college degree. Requirement, and yeah. I didn't have a degree. Yeah. And I was just like, they won't even let me submit my resume. Right. Cause they're, one. cause they're thinking, even though the job requires no college experience. Right. And cause they're thinking, well, if a hundred people apply, at least 25 of them who have that qualification are all going to be also really qualified. Right. So that's where the sort of these filters come in. And that's what you wind up with all of a sudden. Well, you had a hundred people apply. A bunch of them didn't submit the right stuff. So get rid of those. They're off. They're off, right? Yeah. And you're down to fifty. You read their credentials, and part of what you're doing is you're really looking at. And it depends because sometimes there's very specific skills where where you're thinking, or your your company is saying, this is what we need. We need somebody who can do this specifically, who can come in 
and and has this level of aptitude with a certain skill or training or or whatever. So sometimes there are hard line criteria that candidates need to meet. Other times it's just okay. Well, what are the skills in terms of does this person seem valuable, competent, hardworking, accomplished? Uh, you, right. They have initiative. Everything else, and that's why cover letters we should talk about too, because that's a big part of that. But honestly, in terms of doing the actual interview, I found that really when it comes down to that, a lot of the people that you bring in are just as qualified. You always have some people who you think, well, there's some really interesting stuff about their resume or cover letter, and they might not be as qualified as somebody else, but let's give them a chance because they might be a really interesting person with a very different perspective. And that's actually, I think, a much bigger factor where when I'm talking to somebody in an interview, I'm thinking, do I want to like hang out with this person all day? At that point, because it's mostly I the social cue of it, right? Well, I got news for you if because people would come in and we would say, oh, man, this guy went to wherever, uh, you know, I don't know, wherever, Berkeley or something, like really high quality. And then you talk to the person and it's just like you get a kind of a weird vibe or something, right? It's just kind of a, a an awkward vibe. Something doesn't click. And you're yeah. like, and oh, you, now you think, you're closer to, to being person? an axe murderer than you were if you were cool about that greeting. Like, we, I remember, I remember weird people coming in who had really good credentials, and then you just try to talk to them, and you you look at each other after the person leaves, and you just all know without even saying, yeah, we're we don't want to hang out with this person all day. Yeah, right. You spend more time with your work family. Exactly. I hate yeah. that phrase, but you know what I mean. Yeah, your work no, family than you that's do totally with a, a lot of people do with their home so, family. So that's a different like I, I keep a factor, detachment from my work family um I, I i'm i'm <laughs> deliberately the kind of person that you have to like you have to like really prove that like that's fine but you're never going to be the team leader you're never going to get promoted well i've never worked somewhere where i go to the same place every day so i, I go so to the same places every week because you have like no skills basically is what you're saying right <laughs> no i have so such a, a specific set of skills that they're virtually useless outside of elsewhere. like one context you know or the real right. world, yeah, yeah, or or the reality, aka we're the real world jobs, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so those those are all those are all certainly big big factors, I think, right? And and I, I think that's my advice yeah. for for just people. Here's some advice: if you're going into a job interview, look, there's gonna always be questions you can study ahead of time that you want to try to have answers for. But I think most importantly is just try to be real. Just try to. People say that try to be yourself, which is a cliche, but it's totally true. It you means that you're to going to give off a good vibe because when people are being honest, yeah. they're settled into who they are. They sort of give off a relaxed vibe. But when people are trying to like portray themselves as something they're not, the energy yeah. is like tense and like people pick up yeah. on that and they just don't like what's going on. Yeah, well, it's and it's not conducive to actually working with somebody day to day. Seven, eight hours. And as you said, it's as simple as putting yourself in the shoes of the interviewer. Pretend you had the power to be like, all right, we have to hire somebody to work in that cubicle over there, and they'll be hanging out with us eight hours a day, every day. What what is the most important thing that we're going to choose? Well, yes, skill set is obviously important. But before the interview, the skill set part pretty much gets settled. It's the social vibe. It's like the energy that you're going to really make yeah. that decision based off of. Well, it's also the competency in terms of you saying, especially <laughs> where they say, oh, you say this on your resume or tell us about this. What they're really asking is, how is this useful for us moving forward? Right, right. Because they always say, <laughs> how can you show me that connection that you're aware no. that, hey, yeah, that's cool that you did that. 
don't really give a fuck because you're you want to come here now. So how is that useful to what we're trying to do, right? right? And sometimes those those experiences don't line exactly up. But so, and sometimes they do to some degrees and it's certain skills that you can you can say, "Oh, well this is a certain type of communication or or you know, work skill or whatever that I I think I could do really well at because I've done it similarly in this other Hey context, Johnny, right? cheers. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Cheers. <laughs> So. Yeah, and because and, that's what they always say when you ask, like, or, uh, you know, you inquire about your chances or what they are. Well, we're interviewing a lot of qualified candidates. Yeah. And it's, of course, they're all qualified. Why would we waste time on an interview if they're not? What makes you stand out or special or, like, right. the obvious choice? Otherwise, we're going to just, you know, pick the three best and then well, that's vo- what I mean. vote on it. Does you're, that you're really happen, r- like, in the movies? You're very rarely going to be the most qualified person who goes in for a job interview. So you damn well better be prepared to be the most real person because that you have control over. You don't have control over your skills compared to somebody else's skills, right? But you do have the ability, if you, if you can handle it, to say... All right, let me just prepare as much as I can, research the company, research the types of questions they might ask, think and, about myself yeah. like you figure out they, the best angle you know. from which to prevent your to present yourself from. Yeah, definitely. So, there's a lot there's a lot of leeway in terms of how you can prepare yourself, which is actually kind of cool. You just need to know to do that and take the time to do it, which I I think I think many people don't give people spend a lot more time on the application process and working on their resume and writing their cover letter and, and searching for jobs than they do preparing for the interview um, itself. Because the things... I, and some and, people do, but you should. And the things that, that go into the decision-making at the level of someone's looking at your cover letter, your applications to whatever, those decisions are are pretty mindless. They're often like little details. Whereas if you ever get to the interview stage those decisions aren't just random those are those are the the decisions of our you know weird human psyche that reads social things you know and yeah those although we don't quite understand them and and we kind of go off of feeling in order to understand them they are really yeah. accurate like i have grown yeah. to really trust my sense of who a person is and like I, you know, you know that feeling where you meet someone new, and then like, let's say they leave, and your other friend is still there, and you're like, you kind of like confirm with them. You're like, that guy was fucking crazy, right? Like you kind of yeah, have to confirm that vibe. And then when yeah. you confirm enough times with enough people that you trust that your read on people is correct, then you start to trust yeah. that read, you know. And if you're the interviewer and you read that same like sketchy vibe from someone. Of course, you're going to trust that, you know? Yeah, that actually sort of, well, the opposite of that happened to me last year where I had applied to teach some classes at another school and I didn't hear back from a year because I just applied through their adjunct pool. And I got a call from the program director about a year later, just out of the blue. And because I got the voicemail and I thought, oh, crap, I should call this person back. And I called her back and we had maybe a 20 minute conversation. She, She said, I saw your your resume, your application looks really cool. Tell me about yourself, right? So I just had to be ready to go and start a- answering her interview questions. But my, my reaction was, oh, yeah, I had to call back right away because clearly she's going through the list right, right. and just calling people. So I wasn't going to Giving them maybe 10 time. minutes to call her back. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I w- and she probably was. And I, so I wasn't going to give her time to do that. So I just immediately called her back and I, 
I said to myself, well, I didn't have time to really pre- prepare for this. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to acknowledge that for myself and try to have confidence in the fact that this is also a real person who is doing a job and wants to, you know, wants to find somebody who's also a real person, right? Yeah. Especially in what I do, which which is teaching, which you need to be able to try to be a real person. Because there's a certain wisdom in getting older about this too, Joe. Which is like, you know, you've been through the world enough, and you realize that most positions throughout society are filled with people faking it, and most people know this. A lot of them. And yeah. so people who get the position of being like, hey, I'm taking I'm I'm the one in charge of hiring this position, if they're not totally nihilistic yet, they're thinking, you know what? I get to decide some good for the world. I'm going to really make sure I pick yeah. someone good and not someone lazy and who's going to no, do the wrong thing, all that shit. I don't think that it's that moral. I think they go, I got to pick someone that I can stand for eight, 40 hours. Well, I got to pick That's I probably pick the primary who can also thing. Do the yeah. Job. yeah, they're going to do a lot of love. They're going to do their yeah. job. They're, they're not going to make my job harder. Yeah. They're not going to make me look bad. They're not going to affect my money. And they're there's somebody I can stand or at least get along I with. I mean, we're but fundamentally Luke, like, selfish creatures, I guess. Yeah. But, but Luke, like you said earlier about kind of knowing the vibe, after I had a, like a 20-minute conversation with, with this person, and she just said, all right, so I think we could do a couple classes. You'll have to come in, and we'll talk more, obviously, but I can book you for a couple classes. And I go, I was actually kind of surprised. I was like, oh, really? And she goes, yeah, I, I have a good feeling about you. She actually said that. She said, I have a pretty good feeling about you. And I said, thanks. I have a good feeling, too. Like, this sounds awesome, right? And she said, yeah, I have a, a pretty yeah. decent intuition, I think, and you, know, you, you sound great. So, yeah, come in Friday or whatever to do the paperwork, and we'll talk some more, but sounds good. And she just hired me on the phone after yeah. 20 minutes because, again, I didn't have time to prepare, but I went in thinking – this person wants somebody who's going to say, yes, I want to do this. I know how to do this. I can do this. Let's do this. And that that's exactly what I tried to do. It's like, so you, it's like you, you hack the process, right? I think so. And yeah, I'm not saying hack in like a, in, in a negative sense, but you know, you could call well, it like the, we were the talking subtext. about turning a weakness into a strength. Yeah. The it's, subtext it, it, of any interaction. If you can read that, you actually know what people want, even if they're not saying what they want, you know? Yeah, and I know from enough interviewing myself. Oh, I, I even the questions she was asking, I, I know like, oh, you're looking for this type of answer, right? Right. right? I mean, uh, unfortunately, and I can apply my own personality too. But that shows in like an emphatic, uh, like awareness that is important, especially in your job of as an educator. Yeah, to be able to is, think, yeah. try, actually consider what the other person's thinking, because otherwise, how do you yeah, know if they're yeah. learning? But that's most jobs. Well, if someone it, can figure it's just out more obvious in my job, but, but you're but, right, it but is. But any most job, jobs, it's yeah. like if, yeah, if you are, if I'm trying to get, and then you figure that out, it's like okay, this person can pick up what I'm trying to get across, which is going to make being their boss very easy for me. Because when I tell them to do something, they're going to understand what I'm telling yeah. them. Yeah. Or when you I know, tell them like, doesn't... hey, this thing was your fault, they realize when in fact it was their fault. You know. And then maybe yeah, even once a, they work there, if you say this was your yeah. fault and they come back at you and they say, actually, here's the reason it's not my fault, it's your fault, and you're a respectable person, you'll go, wow, they're actually right. I'm going to admit it in a way that yeah. like, we both kind of grow in, in our respect for each other. You yeah, want this that kind of person that the job. relationship... <laughs> that's not a thing that's... I've had so many jobs, Luke, and that's not... Oh, no I'm not saying that's happened in the that. real world. No, no, I'm, I'm oh, talking. Okay. I'm talking about like the fucking story 
telling world where like that's the the version you need to believe in or something. Okay, well, I need a I need a real job, not a, a sleepy time junction. <laughs> and story so do the people job. listening. Not, not so let's let's get job. back yeah. to the tip. So so was that tip number one that you just gave there, Joe? That was tip number one. Okay, I have a tip number two. What's as well, tip number but... two? Are, was that really all falling? We did thirty minutes on tip number one so far. <laughs> well, we started. So. That was like several. And tips. did we say we're doing twelve yeah. tips? Is it twelve tips? No. For, twelve tips. Twelve tips to for life. Success. <laughs> the twelve tips to touch. That's what we'll call. It. Is <laughs> that a weird way to say? The twelve that? touch points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I had another experience last year too, where I was applying to uh, for a tutoring center, a writing center. And so this is actually a good. You example. needed help with your writing. I needed a lot of help with my <laughs> writing, um, but it's actually encounter to what I was just saying because for that one I did have time to prepare for, and I did. And did thinking, it go oh, worse? This guy's well, thinking this guy's going to ask these types of questions about tutoring and working one on one with students. So I'm thinking of my teaching experience with doing student conferences, office hours, all that stuff. So I did a lot of preparation, and I get there, and he introduces himself, says hi. And he, almost immediately, he takes out a piece of paper and he slides it across the, the desk and he says, <laughs> okay, so let's try this out. Uh, I'm a student. I come to you and I say, this paper's due in half an hour. Fix it. What, go. And I look at it and it's just an awful paper. Okay. I, I start reading and it's immediately an awful paper. And so he, that's his interview style is to just introduce himself and start a mock tutoring session. And kind of see no how you context. respond to it kind of vibe. Yeah. And so immediately my initial reaction is, oh, now it's time to panic and just kind of fall apart from there because that's just initially what I, because I, I wasn't prepared for it at all. And then I immediately, as that wa first wave hit me, it's like waves, right? That first wave hit me. And then I said, well, that's a ridiculous wave. Obviously, if I just panic and assume I don't know how to do this because I don't know what he's asking for exactly yet. That's going to end poorly. That's there's no it's way that that ends well. Choice, yeah, yeah. That, well, that so immediately well you started recognizing, like, let me find out his motivation for putting me in this situation, and then I know how to solve it. Well, I. But the problem is, I couldn't do. That's what I wanted to do, but I realized I couldn't because I don't know what his motivation is. Because he's just he's just throwing this. Like, I don't know what they're. You could have thrown is. poop at him. I, I mean, that that also would have been an option that I had not... Con that was third wave, actually. I think that falls under the bailing on the interview when you start throwing poop. <laughs> you start it, it depends on who's huh. giving the interview, you know? I think that's the same. You're, you're With your actions, you're saying, yeah, I don't know what he wants from me in this Well, yeah, if you start interview. slinging poop at anybody, that means that whatever normal social interaction you're having is over. Unless I guarantee like you one porn. out of 10,000 times, that, that will be the factor that gets you the job. One out of ten thousand. I think there's it's there's like a hundred million jobs in this country alone. That means tens of thousands of people got their jobs by flinging. Feces <laughs> I know at some sick boss. people out there. This guy's never had a real job. I want to say that again. Okay, this is why this is a great guest to have. We worked on a real job. We worked on a party boat, man. That was not a real job. Oh, that's not real. Okay, then yeah, I haven't had no, a real that job. No, that's absurd. That you consider that a real job? Yeah, Luke. We if you think that's a, a real job? We worked on a fake paddle boat that had a, a diesel engine that would go out and do little like brunch cruises. It was a great job, and like it was real work, but it wasn't a real job. Okay, fair um, enough. Like the owner would just like was like would be like, oh yeah, put the moldy rolls out, and the milk doesn't smell too bad, even though it's out of date. Like that's not a real. I just imagine like a, a pirate cargo hold where all this moldy food was. Yeah, and like, <laughs> the, like it was terrible place. It was a work. weird really, job. Owner, it wasn't real. The owner yeah. screwed over the GM, so he just told the staff the the key code to the to yeah. the liquor uh, 
Yeah. What was it? The yeah, li- there was the a whole bunch of shit uh, that was going on. Fridge. And it just got ransacked. And it was like, yeah, I don't know. You, you, didn't you fire me? Awesome. I don't know what happened to your liquor. That's and, awesome. And like, it was just that, that was not a good him? working environment. I think he quit. No, yeah, I think he did fire him. He knew he was getting that fired was... at the end of the year or something like that. Well, no, he got paid at a yearly salary. And he's like, yeah, instead of a seasonal like thing, because it's a boat. It doesn't sail in the yeah. winter. It was like, oh, I'll pay you more. Oh, but you have, you'll have a job throughout the year. Oh, right. Or I'll pay you a little less this, than a, yeah. you would for the season, but you'll be fully employed. And then his plan was like, well, you're never going to make that money because I just fire you in the fall. Right. And then I'll hire a different. And he's like, yeah, you're like the 12th manager in the last 12 years. Yeah. He just hires a new one every year and then fires them at the end so he doesn't have to pay them. Right. And when he realized really, that, he was like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. That was, that was a terrible place to work. I learned a lot. I've had a lot of shitty jobs. I've worked. And I realized some of those day, you do learn. I've worked a lot. for all. You yeah. learn I've a lot. From, for like I mean, a, you learn a lot from everything if you pay attention. Right. But yeah. especially a yeah, shitty job. That's true. Like, I've never worked yeah. for a public com- a publicly traded company. I've never worked for like a big corporation, I think, with like a board of directors or anything. I've always worked for like small independent guys yeah. yeah and i've, I've worked wow. for some great wow. for, for I, some I, terrible. i'm not surprised to hear you say that anyways go on um <laughs> actually I, I no i've had female bosses anyways uh, i call girls guys too guy is just a catch-all hey, yeah guys you shouldn't assume yeah you shouldn't assume i meant men when i said guys luke uh, i'm not the one did. assuming ass i know i should have let you say it first yeah <laughs> he got me anyways i uh but like i've seen i've seen small business owners and i've seen obvious things and like yeah that's gonna hurt your business and then i'm there day to day at the entry point level like of the dealing with the customers yeah. and i see it hurting their business and it's like yeah i told him that and he just ignored me right so it's like i, I don't for whatever reason either they think they know everything or or that this guy does what do you know and it's yeah. like i'm the one doing the job like yeah. i'm just telling you what i saw and what yeah. i'm noticing I've definitely had jobs like that. Uh, yeah. Well, I would say so. Like I was saying earlier about the the interview where I showed up, and so he does this mock interview, right? Or he starts this mock interview, and it, it, I, I don't know why my initial reaction was sort of panic, but it it just was because I it was just such a curveball. That's what I, I I would call that a curveball, right? And once I got through that initial wave, which was only a couple of seconds. Yeah. I, I stopped. I actually paused. And I said, I said hmm. Uh, I said, give me, give me a second to think about this. Because I, I didn't know, again, like why he was asking Could for it. Could be a trick question. Yeah. And then I said to myself, okay, well, I know how to... I wor- work one-on-one with students all the time for my class. Because uh, I, right. I do mandatory conferences with them. So I'm like, I know... And I've done tutoring uh, for, you know, in other contexts. So I know how to tutor and I know how to work on papers. And I realized that I'm like, wait, I know exactly how to do this. I just was just freaking out because I don't know how they want me to do it. But I realized I'm competent enough to do it well regardless. So even if they disagree with how, because I don't say the right things or whatever, uh, or do it in the right order. You're still proficient at it. Yeah, I still, I, and I know I'm good at it because I get results from my students in my class. So I said, oh, obviously just do it. Just just do what I would do normally or or do it well, right? And so that's what I tried to do where I said, I mean, I started with the obvious question of, so what is this? Like, what, what type of paper is it? What class is it for? What's the goal? What is it trying to prove? And it turned out that's exactly what he wanted. He told because I'm sure some people, most people, because that was just I thought like that's what yeah. you should do. That's and and what I'm makes sure sense. I'm sure a lot of people would sit down and look at it and fix all the grammatical mistakes yeah. first, and that's a mistake. And, and then yeah. and then because that's just you're drawing yeah. focus away from the and point that's a of mis- the exercise exactly. Yeah. And that's a mis- that that would be the wrong way to do it. And so and it was funny after it was the same vibe after we did that 
that mock tutoring session. Then he asked me some other questions about my job experience and history. And that same, that same, uh, at the end of the interview, he said, all right, so I'm going to book you for one to seven Mondays and Wednesdays sound this semester. Sounds good. And I was like, wait, I'm hired. He just hired me on the spot because he said, yep, that's what I wanted. I'm not going to even let you leave without agreeing to this job. Well, certain you're jobs. The only one who gave, you, Joe, you were probably the only one who left the gobstopper behind. All the other kids kept the gobstopper. Yeah, you're Charlie right. Charlie gives it back yeah. to Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. That's, after, that's how Even after he loses. Yeah. He, he loses and didn't get the Don't the you love how Willy Wonka gets so fucking <laughs> pissed off when he doesn't do it at first, though? Mm. Yeah. He gets like irrationally yeah, well, mad. And, and, like, no, no, they that's not what he was pissed about. He was pissed. He knew he had it, but he was pissed because he broke the other rules. He hadn't broken broke the yeah. rules. Yeah. You know, that's the first link on my syllabus. It says, make sure to read the syllabus in full because not understanding and or knowing the rules is not an excuse and you won't get anything. And it says, if this doesn't make sense, click here for further clarification. And it's a link on YouTube to that scene where he goes, wrong. You, 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 it says right here, you lose. You get nothing. nothing. Good day, sir. And he Good reads day, it back sir. to him. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's he's the like, first like, link on my cetera, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. He, like he's like, you sign the paper. Like it doesn't. Like he didn't read it, but whatever. And then he makes up a bunch of Latin words. I'm pretty sure. You know yeah. that. You know that quality. <laughs> it's great though. Good. That quality of someone where they just don't get something, and then you explain it, and they still don't get it. That's what you're trying to avoid when you're interviewing someone. You don't want the type of people that just don't get it, no matter what you do, how you explain mm. it. If they just don't get it, they're going to be a bad employee right you know? but, but how come every yeah. every job i've had almost every job i had there's somebody i work with who just doesn't get it and the person who i work for because gets that's it. I, and they I hired have, this person i who think that's get most it. people how does that there, keep dude? happening that's why i think like, i think you're also forgetting how badly a lot of, like a lot of drug addicts come into interviews too and just bomb or just crazy way even even the people that you're referring oh, I have to a good story. who suck, they're still better than a lot of the other people who I, come into Yeah, interview. I worked for like a pretty big regional brewery's tap room. And uh, like it was a pretty big, like lively tap room, a lot of business was popular. And uh uh when I, I was quitting, I gave like lots of notice because I was I was just going on to do something else. Like, you know, it wasn't it was fine. Um yeah. Like it was very amicable. I'm still friends with the guy. But he, he, he had an interview, and I came into work that day as the person walked out. I was like, oh, how'd the interview go? He's like, and he asked me, he's like, oh, can you stay on a couple extra weeks? I'm having trouble finding anyone. I'm like, why? What yeah. happened? And he's like, you know, we sat down and we talked, like, small talk for a minute. They, they, they like, what, how, why, where they live in the area and stuff. And, like, they seem cool because that's his way of seeing you're, you're, you're a beer tender. Like, how, right, how yeah. sociable are you? And she did fine with that. And then um, they, they, uh, her experience was good at all that, like in terms of working with people. And he's like, all right, so I have some questions here I just want to ask you. And he asks like a couple. And then like the second or third one is, uh, so what kind of, what's your favorite beer? Because that's a question you ask mm. as a beer bartender at a craft beer place. You ask them and they're like, oh, which one of your beers should I have? I go, I don't know. What do you like to drink? And he's like, what right. kind of beer do you like? And yeah. they go, oh, I only drink Blue Moon. It's like, okay, that's a good, that's useful information. I'm not going to give you a, a stout if that's, you know, yeah. where you're coming from. Uh, yeah, and so he, she, he asked that. And she goes, "Oh, I don't really like beer," <laughs> and just like that. And she didn't even have the awareness that she maybe didn't that's expand. a bad thing to say at a beer interview. <laughs> and she wasn't like, "I don't really like beer," that's but I appreciate. Yeah, it's like, I, but I appreciate it for this On or that. What and like I, you know, 
Like, or just say, well, I don't drink much beer myself, but like, I do love it. Or like, to lie say, a little bit. Oh, you like, you know, job. I have, I have a gluten intolerance. So like, I try not to drink beer too often, but I do love the taste. I think my favorite is IPA. Yeah. Knowing that you're going to take a beer interview, you could even like fake an answer like that. He, he tried to give her a chance too. And he's like, uh, okay, I get that. Like, what do you like to drink? She's like, I mean, ciders and wine mostly. And he's like, all right, well, we don't sell that here, but he didn't say that. He's like, uh, okay. And he goes, he tried to salvage it for him. I was like, well. If you were going to reach for a beer, like if that's what was available, like what would you go for? She's like, I don't know. I'm just really not that into beer. <laughs> and he was like, uh, all right. And he's like, I, I felt bad because she was nice and like clearly thought she was doing okay. So he didn't want to just end the interview there, but he like asked her a couple more questions and then wrapped it up. That's like letting, like, I, letting the auditioner keep playing their instrument, even though they, even they're the, clearly he, not right, getting even it. Though, <laughs> but that's like, like, yeah, that's like showing up guy. for an interview at a publishing house or something. And they say, oh, what do you like to read? And you say... I really don't like to read. Honestly, you know, I, think, I think most writing is bullshit. Yeah, they'll be like, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, I know that that, that you just actually, a bunch of words. No, that you would actually want as a as a publisher because you would say, yeah, I want you to be able to sort through the bullshit manuscripts. I, I think every, but saying that you don't like it, even though that's subjective and that's your personal yeah, life. I'm actually horribly autistic. Um, I need someone to read the manuscripts to me. <laughs> is like, it, no, because Johnny tells all right now. It's, it's no. I'm just saying that's what you say in the interview because then they're like, well, no, that guy reading it to you would just be the one who gets the job. Like, why would I do that? But isn't that discriminating against somebody? No, you can say that's the job requirement. Like, it's, can you? Yeah, if you can't lift kegs, you can't have this job. Why? Because it's the keg stacking job. Is no, it's not. You can't perform the job. So you say? If you no, the law says with like reasonable accommodations, the, the Americans with disabilities. So where's that line? Stuff like putting a ramp in, things like that. Like I have to build you an exoskeleton to move kegs. I'll just make a <laughs> robot that moves kegs for me. Then, like that's unreasonable in any labor court, Joe. Like uh, it depends. Don't try to out genie the why genie. Why does he need? An, why does he need an exoskeleton? Because he can't lift kegs because he has no arms. <laughs> like That's Wait, why you just can't came, have this job then, this guy man. Came, it's not discrimination. Isn't it? Like, how are you going to move kegs with no arms? You should provide an exoskeleton. If he shows up with an exoskeleton and it works and is badass, I'm like, all right. And even if he's like, yeah, it's not working today. It broke. I'll be like, all right. People get sick days. They can sprain an arm. So you're saying you can, the government should supply exoskeletons. Another time, another time later that week, I was like, okay. You, I'm pivoting back. You can That's have. Fine. I was like, yeah, I'll work another two weeks because I had already started the other job. I was like, I'll just do both for a while because I don't say no. Like I said, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll keep working here too. Yeah. And um, like, there was another interview, and he came out of that one, and I was like, oh, how'd that go? He's like, that went great. Like, I'm, I might call her tomorrow and have her come in and train. I was like, and I saw the person walk out, and I knew them, and I went, oh. He's like, why? What's wrong? I'm like, oh, nothing. <laughs> like and I knew I was like yeah. I wouldn't hire her, and then yeah. she proceeded to sat at, sit at the bar and get hammered while he <laughs> he was also there like working. Wait, and she had just interviewed and, and then she stuck around and got hammered. Got hammered and like she was she was talking to me. She's like, <laughs> you know, what? I think she I did. doesn't drink beer. She's like, I think I did well, but How'd I she get hammered. She's like, I, no, this is a different one. Oh, and he's like, and, and like I think I did well, and like I think I, I might get the job, but I could have done better. And she's like beating herself up. She's like, I'll have a beer. I was like, and relax. I'm like, yeah, you know, you deserve it, right? You had a good day. Like the interview went well. Just being a bartender. Did she like, go yeah, right blah, blah, blah. to drinking she right just, after the interview, or was it like a slightly different time? Yeah, we had just opened, so she's like, "Oh, I'll have a beer before I leave." And then she stuck around all day. She she closed the bar out. Are you kidding me? Like five six hours later, it was a short night. It's like a Wait Monday, a so we weren't open Is, very long. Wait, so she's really good at drinking. That's, a, that's but, no. She was not only was she hammered, but she kept trying to go up. Like she wasn't sitting in the corner being a quiet drunk. She kept going up to him while he was busy doing stuff and trying to like restart the interview progressively worse because she was getting drunker. 
Now, and at one point, he looked at me like wide-eyed and went to, and mouthed, oh, my God, while she was standing there. Oh, so my God. Oh, my and then, God. And then after, after he left, he's... He, uh, he he was like I was like you know that like weird look I gave you before he's like yeah no I, I get that now <laughs> I was like yeah and, and so like it is tough there are crazy people out there and she left and she like like a week later I ran into her and she's like oh yeah do you think I got that job can you put in a word for me I was but like see, that's well, I'm that, the one quitting so I doubt I have any that's sway a really interesting specific example like and we no I can't of that lack of awareness <laughs> that's such a lack of understanding of the situation we we call that in writing awareness of audience expectations mm, that makes are, sense are you aware she of what totally audience dude that? yeah perfect that's a problem perfect that's a huge perfect problem. perfect audience expectations it's like i'm in an interview the interviewer is the audience what do they expect yes. of me and deliver that and then they'll be yes. happy with me Wait, and they might mean- fucking hire me does that yep. mean this isn't a good podcast? Because I have no awareness of what our audience wants. It's Duluth Atheist. I have. It's I, just that guy oh. we're playing to. Okay, then I got this. I got this. <laughs> He's got listening. It. Hey, buddy. There's, What's hey, up, bud? Hey, buddy. <laughs> shout out! Shout, shout out to the, to the, the our main man in Duluth. Yeah, yeah. He's All right. Anyways, down. well, so um, okay, so people have made it this far, and obviously they've gotten a lot of good <laughs> advice. They've gotten at least two. Oh, I have points. a clip. I have a clip to set up our, our mock interview. Is that okay? Oh yeah. We, so I, I just figured let's do a mock interview and like give them like let's let's show them how to use this in the wild, how to use you know the various skills we've talked about and and how to make them you know usable in the real world, right? Well, so let me test something here. Can you hear this video clip? Uh, oh, I'm hearing something. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. I thought I said I just sorry. Joe had to step out. I want to make sure I set the board up right. Okay, um, good. But yeah, so we didn't really cover the resume stuff because whatever. Well, that's we'll really put boring. that. We'll that's put not, that in. Who wants um, to hear you talk about text formatting? And we'll get back to it. But uh, we, so we should make it clear interview. for anyone that stumbled upon this. Um, we're just wasted. So like, we're just trying I'm to give wasted. our. Neither I'll am I. Suffer. Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we're wasted. But yeah, um, I wonder if anyone who listens to the podcast is like, wow, these guys are really dumb, and it's like well, we're, we're drinking on every episode. <laughs> like well, I don't talk, we don't oh, whatever. No, Go but ahead. but here's the here's the challenging part, Johnny. Is n- we don't know, and they don't know what l- blood alcohol level we are for any episode. So they, it's really hard to track like who we are across episodes. Because some episodes are in the morning with coffee, and most are in the evening with some beer, and then some like tonight. We've both been independently partying, and then like met up later, and we're both yeah. at home. So there's no consequences about how to get home, and it's just kind of a free for all. Yeah, it gets out. That's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> I, I I see that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Like I'm I'm looking at a computer screen and kind of barely trying to convince my brain that um like it's crazy we live in a time where I'm instantly communicating with someone who's at least a 12 hour drive away from me right now. Yeah. That's crazy. And I have no idea how any of it's working. Yeah, you're not doing well right now for the, to try to get this job in telecommunications by the way. Is this the job? Am I? Can you no, get, I think the job position we discussed, it might be a genie assistant or assistant to the genie. 
Oh, I see. Uh, assistant to the regional genie, something like that. It depends how the interview goes to depend what. Hey, what would you rather you work in? You, re- mu- you also might get like the Satan, uh, Satan's like dog. Like you just pick up the shit from his hellhound. Like you just walk around and clean it up with like sh- a shovel. That's your job. Yeah. I mean, whatever. So mm-hmm. don't mess up the genie because you might end up placed in. This is more like um, uh, the Politburo. This is how you, you it's in um, the Soviet Union or whatever. When you turn a certain age, you just like report. And they're like, well, we need these jobs. So that's your job. It's like, but I'm actually really skilled. It's like, I, I already told you what your job is. Why are you still standing? In front yeah. Of I mean, you should, like, you should have started rocks. your you job already. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you, there's rocks that you need to break. And it's like, I'm actually a master craftsman of a, of a baker. Like I make the best bread and well, it's like, N- what are you talking about? We have, I told you we have enough breakers. There's no bread to be made. We need rocks broken. Go. <laughs> so if you mess up, this is kind of like that. But it's like, no, but you don't understand. I'm so here. good at bread. It's like, you don't understand. We need rocks broken. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You don't understand. If you can't break rocks, we can't use you. Um, yeah. So this is going to be a little different because it's like uh, you, you, you know, it's not Soviet Russia, right? It's genie, genie land. Uh, speaking of jobs, though, do you think you would rather have a job at Ricky Gervais's office or at Steve Carell's Steve, office? Steve Carell's. Really? Yeah, because just throughout the show, first of all, he's like an easier boss to just ignore and uh uh like it just seemed like an easier job than the american one and that company actually ends up growing over time it gets like bought and changes names and and everyone who works there or most of the main characters stay and they end up making more money by the end yeah all right joe so i have a clip i want to play do it uh this is from one of my favorite shows parks and recreation and and this is is this for the audience this is leading up to our mock interview or something yeah, yeah, I just want to set the tone All right, with yeah, how this do guy does. I'm, this is really, I'm giving you a chance here, Lou, because this is going to be the baseline for the interviews. Yeah. All right. Now, Keith, under sex, you wrote, yes, ha, 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 ha. Well played. Thank you. Uh, but all jokes aside, I'm a boy. <laughs> Keith, I had this job for four years, and I can tell you, you get out of it what you put into it. What are you hoping to get out of it? In like a month or so? <laughs> oh, what? What am I hoping to get out of this job? No, <laughs> yeah, like uh, one month of money would be, would be just right. <sighs> Let me give you a situation. You're hosting a town hall meeting for local businesses. Oh, uh, that's so much stuff. <laughs> you just went, kept on going. That was like one thing, and I didn't even get to the situation yet. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> I think we've all seen enough. Still not totally sure what what I'm applying for, but if you ask me, I think it went pretty well. That's showing up way too stoned to an interview. So yeah, that's there's and there's people like that I'm sure that show up to an interview. And God but bless them. Favorite. Honestly, God bless them. Why? Um, because they boost they don't you up deserve to be blessed. Wow, Joe. Wow. I didn't say that. I said I asked why. <laughs> are you assuming my intention by asking you a question? Wow. So Luke, welcome you to ass- your interview. <laughs> oh, Luke's first. Luke, you're up first. You ready? All right. So hi, welcome. How are you doing? My name's Joe. Good. How are you? I'm I'm really happy to be here today. <laughs> so uh, uh you know, let's just start with the basics. I mean, you know, you I saw your resume and your cover letter. So why do you want to work for us? Why are you interested in us as a company? Well, um, I've had lots of jobs from lots of different places. And, you know, this one really stood out. It seemed like it could be a really 
a meaningful job and it would also suit my particular skill set quite well. <laughs> Excuse yeah, me, so, I, I have allergies, so it makes me cough sometimes like this. Yeah, you have a, you have a tick, tickle throat allergy. I hate those. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, it won't no, affect that, the job, some... though, sir. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, no, that's some really interesting word salad there. So, moving on from what you said about skills, I'm very curious about that. What what would you say? What skills specifically do you think you can bring to this job? All types of skills, skills of all types, um, flavors. Right. Specifically, name one. Yeah. What is your um, What is your strong data of analysis? Your, of your many... Is one of my strong suits. Okay. Yeah. Out of your skill set, what are you strongest in? Data analysis. I would say data analysis is what. <laughs> okay, that's good. Excuse yeah. me, it's that tickle in my throat. Oh, you, I, I, you know, I'm getting over. Um, the last place I worked really had a, had a bunch of dirty people at it, and they 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 kept getting me sick, and I just really needed okay, a new job. I'm really one way to judge people. I'm that's really interested for this Speaking job. If you could just give me the job, maybe if you just like give it to me now, can I have this job, please? Okay, so so speaking of, I'm trying a uh, different workplace. technique. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, I, it's my interview. I'll I'll be the one asking questions and controlling well, it. Joe just um, started your interview, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there's multiple people who work in this company. You're gonna have to speak to several of them before you can work. Yeah, here. I'm corporate. He's also corporate. Yeah, we're just different divisions. Yeah. Uh, is that a problem? Do you need one-on-one interviews? No, I, I'm is this capable too of having That's multiple okay. bosses and pleasing all of them. Okay. So okay. Sp- so speaking of, um, however they right, need so to be you, pleased, you, I will be there, mouth wide open, wet, ready to ex- serve. Excellent. You've already said enough on that. <laughs> I'm not asking for more. Thank you. You made your point known. Um, so you you mentioned dirty people, which is interesting to me. But uh, you, we, speaking of workplace environment, like that's very important. We at this company, um, <laughs> we we pro- promote really uh, progressive ideals. Uh, and I'm just curious for you as a person who would be part of this, this you know, um, innovative. Did you just uh, assume that I'm a person? Team. Sorry, I, I I don't mean to interrupt. I know I'm. We're only hiring humans for this job. I'm I'm sorry, I don't understand. I'm sorry, I like, just. Are, it sounds like, like you're assuming program? my species right now. Um, I guess uh, yeah, we can just we, continue not, on with the interview and pretend like you didn't just assume my species, but. Fine. Unless okay, you're let's... a certified service animal, actually, our, our insurance doesn't allow you in, in the building. Um, you're saying so, yeah, words you have to now, be a but human you're, or you're like not a feeling my dog. feelings. I can tell you that much. So, anyways, back to the interview. I'm trying to top uh, the as, <laughs> as a progressive, forward-thinking um, industry leader, I'm just curious: How would you, in your daily life, work to promote the uh, ideas of diversity? Oh, inclusion, almost every and, day in my daily life, I'd be working for those ideals. Totally. Name oh. name me uh, example specific please. way. Yeah, give me, um, give us some concrete uh, let's examples. Let's just say specifically along the lines of diversity, equity, and equality. Well, it's Go. funny you mentioned those Go. words, Joe, because I was just thinking if you consider the um, you know open quality to the reciprocalness upon which the diversity. That's not a specific example. I want names. Society's view of history, a history, of course of which not only was, you know, in a secluded interpretive structure itself, but also, and not alternatively, but also inclusively, not exclusive to the people who were making that history. And now you really can see that I said a bunch of words and I put them into a nice narrative arc, and the people that don't know what the fuck I said 
will pretend to nod along and think that I said something, and now you should hire me. I, I don't think any of that is what just happened. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. I meant in terms of, like... um like social issues. I just. I'm not to, sure what that metaphysical rant was. I just. Heard. Yeah. I. I just. Uh, I just wanted to. Yeah. Hear if you're a Burger King or McDonald's uh, guy. Sorry. We're just normal. I thought I was here. applying yeah. for a, a a a job. Are you guys not? Are you guys progressive? Uh, yeah. This is a progressive forward-thinking company leading its industry. Then why did you constantly just adapting disagree to with new what changes? I just said? What, why what did you disagree with me? Uh, I'm not sir, sure. you're not asking the questions I, here. I'm not sure what you just said. Uh, I meant like That's diversity dishonest. of thought. I meant diversity of thought, equality of your opportunities. It's not so for much everybody. what I said; it's what I felt the towards you and the inclusion of different viewpoints. Uh, I'm not sure what that word salad rant was you just gave, uh, but it's not looking good right now. You're probably going to end up on one of the lower levels of hell right now, scooping up demon dog shit. I, I think we've heard enough. Because you're going to get it. Wait, a what was the I, job interview for? I, I don't enough. even remember. Uh, uh, the, assistant to here. the genie. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah even, assistant to the right, genie. So clearly he shows up on drugs uh, to his genie Which job isn't interview. Which is in itself a bad move. That's right. a good instinctual move. Can I have, yeah, can we're I gonna have, make can you have eat, another go? Should we give him one more try? Sure. Okay. Now that I know what the job is for, I thought I was interviewing for the Ricky Gervais's The Office, honestly. No, you picked that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you, you're, this is a genie so court. I'm, I'm trying, trying to get to a job here. assistant to a magical creature known as a genie. The problem is, assistant, the problem assistant is when you, to the regional genie. Now, you got to remember, Luke, no matter how you interview when you, apply, when you um, interview at Genie Corp, you, the thing is you do get a job, regardless of whether you want it or not. So the interview is more important than any other interview in your life because... Like I said, you might end up on the seventh layer of level of hell if you're cleaning please, up after yeah. hellhounds, which is probably not a great job. Or you might end up in the genie upper offices, uh, you know, drinking genie wine, genie wine, and, and playing foosball with the cosmos, but in a fun way. Trust me, it's great. You'll love it. Uh, but we have to see how the interview goes first. Where's he going? Where's he going? <laughs> is this mic plugged in? Now he's yeah, just wandering around his apartment. Uh, said she Into to what? To bed, so I was gonna, I was gonna change rooms, but then she's watching the office in there. Funny enough. <laughs> uh, I don't. How's your mic? You're hanging out. You're fine. Oh, she's eating Chinese uh, food. <laughs> all right, so we can. Uh, all right. Sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt <laughs> the interview. We can continue. <laughs> All right, so he walked in his interview, then just got up, walked around the building. I kind of like came that. Back I kind of like that. It's a strong move. It's I like a power that. That's, move, that's a, the genie's. Uh, uh, his, I'm his, impressed. His mic light is glow glowing quite blue right now. <laughs> that's a good sign. Uh, all right, so let's try this again. Welcome. Oh, uh, uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Great start. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, uh, How long have you been you for ha fascinated for having in genies? <laughs> when did your fa interest in genies begin? Let's well, start. Well, um, I have to say that um, ever ever since I was a child, really, I've been I've been really interested, and I <laughs> am really excited to see what the future might hold. Okay, that's that's positive outlook. That's. <laughs> That's good. We like optimistic, positive outlooks. Uh, good. What good. do you think you could bring? What do you think you could bring? <laughs> <laughs> well, you wait, just wait, barely wait for me to start talking. Good. That's part what of the uh, awkwardness you have to deliver if you're going to ruin an interview. You have to be so awkward. <laughs> oh, you're really trying to ruin it? 
I mean, I, I don't know what I'm trying to do, to be honest. You're trying to I'm say out the seventh yet. layer of health for the yeah, there's a lot interview. at stake here. Yeah. Anyway, sorry about you know, that. You don't you don't want to be in the room where you get boiled. <laughs> you don't want the job where we practice boiling you alive and reconstituting you. Like that sounds terrible, doesn't it? That's not a uh, job. That's just torture. Not, no, yeah. no. You need feedback. It's it's data collection. Oh, right. Anyways, um, so how do you implement genie rules into your everyday normal life? Ooh, that's good. Well, I think like I think it's important philosophy. to find a balance there, and you know, you you'll hear a lot of a lot of genies say that you know you have to enforce your rule and 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 the bets you make and the would you rather's you make. You have to enforce these with power, and you have to like violently demonstrate that people better follow your rules. All this shit. I happen to think yeah. that if you hire me. I'll find a way to get those people to to remember their genie deals without violence. I'm a very persuasive person. Oh, okay. Uh, great. I love the confidence. Can't wait to see how persuasive you are in this interview. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm persuading you right of, now, of Sir violence. Genie. What did you say, Joe? I don't like his vague definition of violence. Where you say you wouldn't accomplish things through violent means, like what about potato feet? Where is that in the spectrum of violence? Uh, I mean, how violent are potatoes? Well, <laughs> that's a good answer. That's a good answer, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. All right, I think he's hired. I'm, um, I'm satisfied. Yeah, I guess I have some other questions. Okay, <laughs> so uh, what are you, you Joe, burlap? in this scenario? Don't don't don't, don't, don't worry about I'm it. I'm sorry. Uh, you're the one who needs a job. You're, you should not. I was be. just trying to show you that if you hired me, I would ask curious questions so clearly, about clearly people. He has issues with authority. Uh, he has, he's spoken over good. both of us. Yeah, it's not he, good. He's, he's accusatorily question, lines of questioning. You want to turn his dick into a French fry? I probably did already. Yeah. I probably will. Yeah. Maybe sea cucumber. But yeah. uh, so you're in a burlap sack with a dog, a chicken, a dog, a cat, and a snake. And the sack gets closed with some rocks in the bottom, and you get thrown overboard into a river. What do you do? That just happened to me. It's yes. What do you do? It's hypothetically. Um. Cat, snake, me. Cat, chicken. Cat, snake, dog. Oh, sure. Sorry. Um. I mean. I assume that the dog nor the cat will figure out how to use their teeth to get out of the bag. They're not that smart. You could kill yeah, and you're, the dog and use its tooth to like cut the bag open. <laughs> what do okay. you do about the snake? Like it's you a could heavy just burlap, choke you could choke the dog out and then take with it. The snake? See, There's a like. snake in there? Oh wow! Did you not hear the question? It's a dog, a cat, and a snake, and you and some rocks. Oh, there's four total things in there, and a, and a heavy burlap <laughs> it's a big sack, sack. Yeah, and you get thrown into a river, and you're sinking. So fast. you're also drowning do do? while this is happening. The snake really worries you're, you're me. The snake is what worries me. But you also can't see because it's pitch black. Uh, what's the what positioning? You find out when you get in the river. What do you mean? It's a sack flying through the air, about to hit the water. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of activity. Yeah, going but like on. if if, so, if the cat, I mean, it's not a static situation. If, if the cat and the snake were like further down by my feet, and I was up by the dog, I would maybe choke hold the dog and like kill it, and then like <laughs> use its mouth and cut open the sack, and then just kind of swim out of there. You're forgetting about the snake eating you this whole time. No, yeah, the snake, snake doesn't have to eat you. Just the snake you. is busy fighting the cat. Ideally, how are you going to guarantee that? 
That's why I was wondering what the the starting position of all these things was. You're spinning through the air in a burlap sack, right? But like, the water but rapidly. like, how big is the sack? Uh, big enough you can all move around and get to each other, but you what, can't so it's get like away a, from like each other. as we're falling towards the water, it's like a big gravity plane where we're all floating around. Like, how big is it? What are we talking? As big as my room um, right now, or it's as like big an as arm? My no, dog? I just I just said it's big enough that. You you can move your arms and legs, but it's not so big that you can get away from anyone. So the snake other. is going to be fucking in free fall as the thing falls, and like it's going to land wherever. Yeah, yeah, along with everything, it could land it. right on my the neck. Rocks. Yep, or you could land on its neck. So what's the question, yeah. really? All right, so <laughs> he's failed this one horribly. I kind of want to throw it at Joe. Joe, what would you do? Uh, I think you hope the. Wait, how does it go? You you have to just hope that the uh, dog e- eats the snake and the snake bites the cat. That's not doing anything. That's, that's just hoping. And then the dog is still doing something. What do you- oh, you don't think hoping it, it, it counts, <laughs> Luke? I was. He's just meaningless. I was assuming the hoping actually. All right. Well, <laughs> it's an interview. You should have told me that. You just, you didn't. Your plan was to kill a dog, <laughs> rip its jawbones out, and somehow use that tooth to to gnaw. Like I don't understand. It's burlap. It's <laughs> Are you so dog angry? teeth aren't like knife sharp. They're sh- they're sharp because the dog bites with them. Uh, like if I ripped your canine out, I wouldn't be able to like cut through a swims like a, a, a wetsuit with it's it so stupid. or cut a seatbelt open. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Your idea is terrible. And then I tried to, to clarify it. And you're like, okay, so I'm still going to try to kill this dog. Ignore the cat and the snake. Rip its jawbone out. Should this and transition make to Drunk Tank? It, it did. We were there. Um, Joe, Joe, what would you do? Oh, you, oh yeah. No, you said. Uh, the right answer? Do you want to know the right answer? Yeah, because this isn't about a job interview yeah. anymore. Is, is you take the snake... <laughs> <laughs> Should we just move this over to the drunk tank? Yes, I think so. Okay, you let's wanna, end it. Well, you have to, you fi- leave a, to find out the answer. You want to leave a teaser? You have to go to drunk tank. Yes, we're teasing Well, into look, drunk the tank. episode right now is at one hour and 11 minutes. Let's give, yeah, the, right, so let's, let's give them four minutes of a drunk tank taste. All right, so then I'll tell you then. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to tease them, you so know? You guys, missed, you guys missed a really key part which I, t- I said there's rocks in the bag to make you sink. So you have weapons. So what you do is you got to grab that snake immediately. And you try to bite the dog with the snake. Oh, you oh no, I'm sorry. Stri- you try to bite the cat with the snake. And then once the snake bites the cat, you got to break the snake's neck. How do you break a snake's neck? Step on it. With a rock. <laughs> Where you, you take a rock, a rock in the other hand, you smash thank it you, together. Thank you for clarifying. So now that. you have a dead cat and a dead snake in the bag. How'd you well, get what's a the rock? dog doing this whole time? So the dog is going to naturally There's dog in the bag. The, the dog is going to naturally doggy paddle while you. No, it's not. It's going to tear you to pieces. No, it's going to try to swim. Is it? It might try to tear you to pieces while it's trying to <laughs> swim. Um. Um. <laughs> 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 yeah, we shouldn't have teased them. No, I actually don't know what to do. <laughs> You're pretty much screwed. You know what well, you do? You know, you, like Joe said, you hope you hope the, the No, this is an old George Carlin. Yeah, you joke. hope the dog the snake bites the cat, the dog kills the snake, then it's just you and man's best friend uh, going for a swim. Or you think he says I thought the dog, the dog died or something. It, it, oh. 
<laughs> no, you get the dog. What happens when the dog goes to bite you is you you put some of the sack you grab like you you know what I mean. You get the burlap yeah. into his face. You know you try to you try to choke the dog out with the the sack because he'll bite through the sack and then you could both escape through it. And even if he's attacking you, at least you're on the surface of the water getting attacked by an angry dog instead of slowly drowning with one. I understand. So I think I win. I'm sold. Do I get the job? Um, you know Luke's what? I give you. I get. I'll give you a job. Hang up on us. No, my hands. I see now why. My hands are why here. Johnny always loses the hang up game because he's just he's just Johnny has no chance at winning the hang up game right now. He's no, re- I'm so far away. He's Luke resigned. See all my arms because I was all of a sudden in, in in hang up zone where I know like oh that's you just click the button now. But Johnny's so just sort of like laid back that it's not going to happen. Uh, Johnny's <laughs> playing the foot game. <laughs> I don't think um, you could pull it Joe, off. Joe, no, let's just, let's just uh, as we're closing this episode, if, if you could give the number one thing to do um, it, oh, yeah, back to, to get a job, you know? Oh, yeah. That is what this episode was about. Yeah. Um, nominally. Or wait, even better. Give the number one thing not to do. Oh, that's a good one, too. I would say... Do you offer the cocaine with them to them in the interview, or do you do it in the bathroom before and save some for after if they offer you the job? You should. definitely... I will say this. You definitely shit ahead of time. Always shit ahead of time. Don't, don't say... It's like... Well, I mean, that's a good life rule in general because th- has it ever happened to you where you think, oh, I'll be home in 10, 15 minutes, and then you get into a, Traffic. a car accident or something? Like, your car gets clipped, and you have to all of a sudden share insurance information the rapture happens it's a nightmare yeah it's a nightmare it's the same thing with job interview don't don't go in actually you definitely don't want to go in like that and also my best piece of advice other than that is to just bring multiple resumes make sure you bring extra resumes Mm. because if you don't and they ask you start asking you questions from your resume uh uh-oh so you gave them your only one and they're reading it yeah, if you, you bring one, they're going to say thank you and take it, and now all of a sudden you but can't if reference I, it. if I memorize my resumes, doesn't that make me way more impressive that I don't need it in front of me? Uh, if you're the, Can you? I can't memorize a resume, nor do I think yeah. can most people. My own? Okay, do it. I would suggest you, I would suggest you just have it because it's an easier reference. But yeah. Yeah, go for it. I so guess. that's my advice. All right, so would you say that what would you say was the worst uh, interview experience you ever had? Uh, I was talking to this uh, potential genie candidate. Yeah, earlier. it was definitely when he thought he could be clever and hang up on me. Yeah, yeah, we and so he he didn't get coming. the job. He did, he did not get the he job. He did not get the job. Yeah. So, what job would we give him if we had to find him a job at Genie Corp? Uh, he would probably he would just walk around mopping all day. No, yeah, you know what his job would be when the shipments just, of just not actually mopping when the just shipments walking around of, with the mop when the shipments of like the genie lamp lube that you know that yeah. you gotta like shine up the the, the lamps yeah. with when that comes in because it's a very special kind yeah when that comes in uh like professionals load it and unload it every now and then though some falls and spills he's the guy that just stands there waiting to mop up those spills oh he just he mops, waits he just, he just waits, waits to, yeah. for a chance right. to mop up spilled genie lube and then he's got to kill it. Like he's got to he's got to be great at that job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then we'll just if he doesn't, we'll just take his mop away and he still has to clean it up. Well, we'll replace his mop with like a python or something. Right. It's going to be worse. Yeah. And then he'll just get bitten. And we'll throw him in a or sack. Or like or, or like. A, a and that's fan, how you fan, wind up in a sack with a dog, a snake and a cat. <laughs> in the or Fantasia style. Like 
He'll just have brooms for hands instead. Yeah. Or mops for hands. Brooms for hands for like, like well, yeah, you kept and losing the mop. That. Yeah. Oh, you kept losing the mop. But yeah. guess what? He'll yeah, have to go tattoo. back to regular land and have to explain that for a week. Oh, yeah. why can't you play trumpet this week? Broom hands. You mops know? for hands. Yeah. Broom also, hands. I can't talk to you on the phone because I can't pick up my phone because I have brooms for hands. No. Hey, Siri, can you call the emergency for me? <laughs> I have broom hands. Okay. <laughs> That's I'm the same that. problem with potato feet when we were like, how are you go- you're going to show up to an emergency room with broomstick hands? What are they? G- <laughs> they're not going to. They're going to pu- say you probably get some doctor published to make his career. Why? Because he says I can't do anything. It's still fascinating how it happened. He didn't do anything. It's no, like when no, you it's see not, it's because like, they're not going to believe like, you or someone. No, they'll see it. It's like when someone has a hammock on a tree for so long, the tree grows over the hammock where the rope wraps around the you know what i mean where trees like grow around a fence or something all right ramon it, it, it'll be like that but with potato feet or broom arms like it's still like oh wow how did this happen <laughs> and it'll be fascinating to study i mean i i believe you but that's definitely his job yeah all right so we'll we'll tell him so he's gonna uh talk to you guys after this uh thanks oh, for gosh. joining us what is he gonna say we should do he he's gonna say some nonsense about it's be so stupid who knows sorry everyone um but yeah, no, this episode, if you have further questions about job stuff and interviewing and resumes, cover letters, we didn't really get into that, which we probably should have. Uh, we'll, we'll edit it. We should, we should, well, no, we should do more episodes because it's actually really useful information. Actually, no, I don't want people knowing this information. It's going to hurt my, hurt my interview chances. Your chance of getting a job. All right, don't listen to any of this. It's nonsense. You don't teach other people to count cards because then if everyone's counting yeah. them, they're going to steal your cards. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. You know what, guys? You should you should definitely just uh, go in loose t-shirt, uh, sandals, flip flops. Yeah. You know, give them snappy, quick answers, yeah. things like that, and yeah. um, don't hold eye contact. Right? Yeah. Maybe drop some ep- uh, racial epithets. Yeah, definitely drop some f bombs or or mention. Uh, try to mention at least three separate ethnic groups in your interview. Yeah, not whether not, whether you know it's Polish, not people, negatively, or just bring it up. Just yeah. find a way to reference, you know, the Canadians or yeah. uh, you know, French people or um, you know, the something. Pick pick a thing. Yeah, just be vague. Yeah, the issues of Qatar going on the, you know, um, cuz you never know who 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 might Yeah. How you feel about the Arab Emirates, you know, just give them some honest quippy answers. Try to be cute. The employers love that when it, you, yeah. you answer their serious questions with cuteness. Make sure to cough all over their face too. Yeah, <laughs> cough into their mouth, particularly <laughs> their eyes, <laughs> into their and into any open uh, or open viscous, uh, yeah, anywhere or viscous orifice. Yeah, anything with a mucusy lining. Try to cough. I actually have a lot of other good interview stories, but maybe we'll, we can tell that on Drunk Tanker another episode. Yeah, we'll do a part two. Yeah, because I actually do know a little bit about this. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So thanks for joining and. Uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. See ya. Later. Yeah, fuck them. Obviously, I just won. Like, okay, maybe he told you his worst interview experience or something. But um, it turns out it's really easy to win if you're by yourself, especially on a laptop. I was able to sneak my hand right under the camera, and like I was hovering over the hang-up button waiting for the perfect time. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope you got something out of this. Maybe you're about to take a job interview of your own, and uh, please don't follow any advice we gave in here. Maybe follow some of it. If you're socially aware of when we're kidding and when we're not kidding, then go ahead and follow it. But otherwise, just assume everything we said was wrong. All right, see you next time. All right, thanks everyone for listening to the Funk Tank Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. 
Uh, if you want to help us out, please consider leaving a rating or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, share it with people you think might like it. And if you really want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash thunktankpodcast. We have links to this in, in the episode description and other places. And for as little as $1 an episode, you can help us keep the lights on. And you also get access to a very special drunk tank uh, feed of episodes. So every few episodes, we'll have a few more beers and record an extra 20 to 30 minutes of extra thunky, silly uh, whateverness. So... There's a separate RSS link you can get from there, and if you put that into a podcast player, you'll get your own separate feed of only the drunk tanks. I think we have about six or seven of them out already, and more to come. Thanks for listening, and stay funky.